Welcome back to Eat the Damn Cake. I'm Carly. And if this is your first time listening, we are a lifestyle, fitness, health, wellness, entrepreneurship podcast to talk all things about everything. And just know that everyone is welcome in every space. You know, I'm going to simplify it today. We have Megan Houle here, who is one of like, I know her from all over the fitness Every, industry, everywhere. like from yeah. everywhere, but she is your one-stop shop for all things career. So as an entrepreneur, I am so excited to be talking to her today. And as someone who like struggles with business and struggles with just like life choices <laughs> in business and pathways, like the, I am so excited to have you on. Oh. So welcome. Thank you. I, I know. And I'm, we're missing Maddie, but I, I feel like um, growing up just a little sneak peek. So I'm the oldest and the only girl. So I've never had any sisters. So I'm like, wait, maybe I could be like the third Byron sister I, today. You are just welcome. Like stepping in. But yes. I was also thinking that in the car right over, it kind of sounds like a lifetime TV movie. Like the third Byron the sister. The third Byron. And you we are had welcome. like a dark backstory or something. <laughs> the long lost Byron sister. <laughs> Lifetime, if you're listening, we yeah. have a plot. Yes, we do have a plot. Like, the long lost sister. Um, but what I was going to say is I think that our audience is going to resonate so well with you because we do have so many young, well, not like younger. We have a wide range of listeners, but young college listeners who are going to be making some big life decisions in the coming years. So this is going to be great to have you on, but I want to start with where you're from, Okay, where you went to school and how you got to like into this business. Yeah. Well, I'm from upstate New York. So Saratoga area, New York to be specific, kind of where all the horses and it's very green and quiet out there. So when we come from like Boston to this, I'm like, wow, this is like nature. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm a burbs girly, so I know I miss it. I mean, it's so nice to get in your car. Like, how much I took for granted, like drive throughs. Oh, like a good drive through. Yeah. They we're don't now have those here. No. And you know, we share a love for Tate, take all my money. Oh, my God. But like, we're not, we won't go there yet. It's awesome. but, <laughs> but like to walk down the street, you have like eight bags, four coffees. I'm like, I, lo- I need a drive through. Yeah. Um, so, yes, went to school and then, um, you know, grew up there and went to school in New Hampshire. Keene State. State. Oh my gosh. I love Keene. (laughs) It's super cute. Um, Yeah, definitely. I think well known for the pumpkin festival until someone decided to incite a riot one year at the pumpkin festival and they were flipping cars like it was like Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. That happened at UMass one. I know. So, but yeah, that was, uh, that was great. And again, like another kind of small school, so small town. Um, and after college, my mom actually, uh, as we were growing up, my mom moved to the Cape and, um, yeah, kind of divorced parents, but blah, blah, blah. And we would (laughs) summer and spend vacations with my mom. So I just had him like, you know what? Need a change of scenery, wanted something different. Not that I got into bigger things. We know Cape is even smaller. Yeah. But I actually live on Cape Cod for full time for five years at, after I got out you of school. You did? Oh, girl, yes. So is that? I used to run the Cape Cod Mall. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My first retail job was Wet Seal. And Love yes, it. I do have eye concealer. Like, you know, what they, yeah. that meme, they're like, if you worked at Wet Seal or you know Wet Seal, you should probably get eye cream. And oh, I'm like, mm, we yeah, got lots of that. <laughs> I love Wet um, Seal. Yeah, but I just feel like uh, it was so beautiful. And then it gets small, like full time. 
working in just service and I used to work at like health clubs down there you just know everybody and especially in the winter yeah it's like you're in the mall and you're helping people get dressed and then you see them out and I'm like mm, I'm meant for more yeah I've always been that person that you get that fire in your soul and you're like there's something else here and literally called up my friends that had moved to Boston I'm like mm, do you guys have any space for me and at that time it was like Austin Brighton oh but like not like the cute like gentrified Alston Brighton like our um, triple decker house which I don't even know how I lived in this closet room was next to a Brazilian meat market oh so like every day really it was like strong. Brazilian meat <laughs> you just do what you gotta do I love you know it. you're 23 24 broke you're yeah. like whatever and uh, made my way to Boston because I'm like you know what staying in retail and knowing I love being in service and, you know, kind of front facing. I want up landing a job on Newberry street for this boutique. And I'm like, I made it, you know? So yeah. it's kind of been this evolution of like small town girl, but like big people dream, big dreams. Big dreams. I love yeah. that. So big then you moved dreams. to Boston. So moved to Boston, worked on Newberry, um, for, I don't know if anyone remembers listening, but have you ever heard of Jasmine Sola? Like this, yeah, yeah. It's been a, it's been a while. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah Cause I've been recruiting now for like twelve years, and then before I was at Louis Vuitton. So I'm like, ooh, let me do the math, and I'm like, I'm old. Oh <laughs> my gosh, one plus one equals old. So you did end up at Louis Vuitton. <laughs> so yeah. So after I was at Jasmine, um, they actually unfortunately like closed doors, went bankrupt, blah blah blah, and um, I got hired and recruited and landed a job at Louis Vuitton. So I used to run the store at Saks and then I was brought over to the Copley location and was there for almost six years. Um, was it fun? It's wild, girl. I can imagine. Wild in the sense of like back then, because I left in 2012. Okay. Um, you know, there wasn't any service sort of expectations that they have now, especially after COVID of like dealing with like large like masses of people yeah, and, and such. So, you know, luxury is so interesting in general at all levels with clientele, but like think about Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, yeah. Christmas, Eve, where, you know, some husband's like coming in screaming. They're like, you need right. to help me. I'm like, well, why did you wait until yeah. Christmas Eve to buy a gift for your wife? Bro? Seriously. You know? Yeah. I'm sure you problem. also saw some sketchy stuff. Sketchy, the grab and runs. I mean, that stuff is like scary, scary. and real. Yeah. Cr crazy like athletes famous people people you know we'd have to kick out following David Ortiz in the you know place oh and they're like I want to take a picture I'm like no pictures in Louis Vuitton you know I was like the the security guard did I you know. manage the, stu the, the studio yeah the, the store yeah so I was in charge of like the entire floor like leather goods space team so I had like 26 people oh at God. one point yeah it was it was mayhem I mean you literally open the doors and you're like, <laughs> like I can imagine <laughs> I mean that's like so. I want to say out of all the bags, I feel like that is the most desired for it a is. lot of people. And it was the heyday of like the Neverfull bag, which is that tote. I know. Yes, wait, trust wait, me, I know. I love it. So it was so awesome. I mean, what's so great is like, you know, for the people that we all work so hard, right? And when we're like, hashtag treat yourself um, to come in and like to be helping a client that maybe this is their first bag or like a really big investment. Yeah. Um, I laugh because my husband's like, you need to like relax with like 
what you think is like affordable. And I'm like, but, but Mike, I've used to sell like $30,000 ostrich backpacks. Exactly. Like, seriously. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, Oh, $700. That's not, not bad. Too bad. No. I know like Jack and me or what, however we, you say it. We are so messed up, you know? know? So, but to come in and to like, to be able to service people at all levels and like create like really beautiful moments, um, for the clients that gave us a hard time. And many people at that level definitely do. Um, it's, it's just great to see people that are like so happy and, and like, like genuine things and not that like, you know that fulfills happiness but it's just some it's a nice experience no, but right? it, it's yeah. true like when you do work so hard for your money and like you can set a goal and like here's the thing I'm not trying to make this like sexist at all but like if a guy like works really hard and buys like a house or a new car or something right. everyone like praises him but yeah. like if a girl wants to work really hard and buy like treat herself with a bag people are like that's such a waste of money but right. like yeah. it at the end of the day, everyone's treating themselves in some way. So like, I really don't see a problem with buying a nice bag. No. And I know my dad is listening and yeah. he's like, are you kidding me? Carly? And then your dad's going to DM me like, can you give me a discount? Yeah, like, yes. <laughs> I, oh my God. I still have I friends love, everywhere. You I guys let me it. know. No, no, oh my no. Gosh. But then it's like the circle of luxury. So it's like moving on from Vuitton, um, which I, you know, again, spent a good amount of time. Uh, maybe very much like listeners listening in another fire in my soul of like a meant for more. Yeah. You know, and this job really, I wasn't able to move to New York city. I had met my husband now, but boyfriend, then fiance, like that whole thing. Yeah. And you know, retail hours, like I'm sure you do with fitness, like they're okay, cool. There's like two holidays that it's closed, right? Yeah. Nights, it's weekends, it's in it's demand. It's nonstop. And I think then you have to figure out at some point in your life what those boundaries look like for you. And if you're feeling a certain way about missing out on family events or having like FOMO, like I had serious FOMO. Mike has like a bigger family that it's more um, closer closer than mine. Yeah. So, you know, they have kids' birthday parties, all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, no, Auntie, I can't go. I can't go. I can't go. So I knew I was, you know, something else was there for me. So it's almost that moment of like, what's next? Yeah. And you're that like clarity exploration, you know? So, so did that bring you to what you're doing today yeah yeah so I remember and I coach on this a lot in those moments of like being bold because as lucky as we can get in life let's face it opportunities don't just fall out of the sky they don't people you got to create them yes and people don't know necessarily what you want to do unless you tell them and I think there's so many limiting beliefs behind why we don't talk about it and blah 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 we can go into that for years but um yeah it was uh I remember it was tax-free weekend oh let me tell you if you can survive tax-free weekend in a luxury service environment like you can do anything I <laughs> believe it or not <laughs> one of my million jobs growing up I worked at Michael Kors part-time oh. God, and I, during tax-free weekend, yes. I remember yes. they called me in to like come back for that. And I was like, this is the You're worst. You're like, no, <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Like, so service oh industry, God. maybe not. Here I am still in uh, service industry. But, but again, like going back to what I was saying before, now they, they have wait lists. Like when clients come in, like I'll walk in Louis Vuitton. They're like, it'll be an hour until you get associated. I'm like, really? I used to help 12 people at one time. Oh my <laughs> God. It was so crazy. But I remember the tax-free and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. You know? It's like large amount of cash and like all this. And you're like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. So um, I, I remember walking outside, being in the mall and calling this like recruitment agency, the agency, like spoiler alert, that actually brought me to Louis Vuitton. 
Oh my God. So they're like, so I called, you know, my now kind of like partner and I was just like, um, yeah, I really want to get into talent acquisition and hiring and recruiting. I've been doing it my whole life, building teams and helping other companies build teams. Um, I need a break from the floor and the constant 24-7 chaos. And I have this skill that I know that's transferable, right? And I think that's the biggest thing. And I think that's what a lot of people get stuck on is they're like, I don't know what I'm good at. It's like, but you do because think about something that you can do all day, every day in confidence with like no question. Yeah. And um, I was like, you need to hire me. He's like, okay, girl, but we're going to have to go through a few steps here. So like anything, you know, it's not like an overnight thing. Like a lot of times these new jobs or transitions can be months in the making. But if you don't take that first step, I always say make a change before a change is made for you. <gasps> oh, my uh, God. Uh, 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 uh. Wow. I'm just going to sit with that. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a good one. <laughs> because don't you want to have control of your future? You want somebody else to tell you what's next? No, I want complete control. Right? And yeah. I think, like, gosh, how lucky are we now? To have the reins even tighter than before. You're talking like 2012, which fine. I don't like who know even. I don't even remember. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> at some point, <laughs> yeah, at some point like, in the past, that was a good year. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but it was a moment that uh, you know we transitioned through Louis and like obviously went through it in a very professional way. We did not Jerry Maguire the building. I'm like, I'm leaving. Who's coming? You yeah. know, burn the place down because you want to make sure if you transition from any job, you never. Want to right. burn a bridge. No, I mean, I, I talk about this on my Insta a couple weeks ago because I just love dropping little tidbits of like how to have a proper resignation conversation. I mean, it's so I watched that. stressful. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like at the end of the day, you have to be selfish. And we sit with these things of like, well, we don't want to disappoint people. Fine. But do you think that person that you're resigning in front of, if they get their dream job or they want to do something, do you think they're thinking about you? Right? No. no. And how is it that if you stay somewhere to do someone a favor, how is that serving how is that serving you? Unless you're like looking for a counter offer, which I'm always like, please don't go that route. If it takes you leaving a job for some job to give you more money, you don't want to be there. Like that should be conversations that should be having hundred percent throughout a year, right? So yeah. For me, it was leaving on good terms, which is amazing because I knew I was going into luxury fashion recruiting. Yeah. So those bridges as Chris Jenner will say, if you burn a bridge, be careful because at some point in life, you're going to have to walk back over it. So true. It is so true. And I've seen, I've seen it firsthand before with people and it's, it's bad. Yeah. yeah. When so, you burn a bridge. Yeah. And in industries too, they're so small. Probably like Especially in Boston too. In Boston in general. Yeah. So, um, everyone knows. Everyone, Everyone knows. And for now, what I do from a recruitment point of view on the agency side, which I've been almost 12 years, I mean, I work with all kinds of luxury clients um, all across North America. A lot of my clients are based in like New York City. So think like fashion brands, uh, wellness brands, so be- fun. beauty brands. Yeah. So we place retail, corporate and wholesale people. Fun. So marketing, ops, communications, store levels, um, you name it. And um, yeah, it was, it's been an awesome transition because it's a business I have flexibility in, which was like a big thing for me. Yes. So my schedule, my time, it's not easy, but like in anything, if you're passionate about what you're doing, you're doing the right things, 
not every job offer is going to be accepted. Not everything's going to go your way. But at the end of the day, it's, again, in a service mindset, creating good experiences for clients and candidates and trusting, you know, there's a lot of agencies out there that do what we do. It's like what sets you apart. And I think, you know, just in my soul, I'm, I'm always going above and beyond, you know? So you do that, so. but you also have a side oh, yes. business coaching. Oh, yeah. So yes. that was... Um, yeah. What, what? Gosh, let me think. So August 2020. Oh, God, we're not Love going back the, into no. the pandemic. But no. as you can imagine, um, so many people. So on the recruitment side, so I'm an agent for my clients, right? So a client gives me a job and I find people to fill that job. I'm not an agent for people, right? So when people come and they're like, Megan, can you help me find a job? I'm like, well, sure. Like we can talk about your goals and I can keep you in mind, but like, that's not what I do. I don't go yeah. find new jobs. Like I'll call you when we have something. Yeah. So this poor, you know, our whole, our whole service world just in all crumbles. Right. Yeah. And I was probably getting like thousands of emails like Megan, I need your help. Like, what am I going to do with the jobs? I'm like, okay, whoa, again, here's a bigger opportunity to serve on a different level. Yeah. I actually said before I can help these individuals with what I know I want to do. I actually invested in a coach really? and I'll tell you, I probably wouldn't be here right now. Cause you think like you're, and that was still like 2020 where coaches you're like, okay, are they just like fitness coaches, whatever? But like, what is a life coach, right? What is yeah. like a career coach? And it was so great to be able to work with somebody that, you know, for zero judgment, you kind of flush through anything you're sitting with, you know, what are you holding yourself back? Um, getting clarity on what's next. And I'm like, I'm going to put myself in a coaching accreditation program. And from August to October, I got accredited for, uh, you know, a coach yeah. through the World Coaching Institute because I love having that foundational backing of like, yes. I'm a certified coach. You're like, I, but you knew you could do it anyways, but you're like, now I have this certification yes. to like really just like solidify that I'm capable. Yeah. And the coaching foundations, because it's so important, especially communicating to people that work with me, like, I'm not a therapist, a licensed therapist. No. I can't give you, you know, if you yeah. are dealing with something big, I'm not that person for you. But what I can do is help you get out of your own way and see the opportunities in you that you may not see on your own. Yeah. So um, I actually then from there, I'm like, let me just keep going. Um, from October, so I graduated, <laughs> popped a bottle of champagne and then went back to school. So um, from October then to January the following year, I did a master's program. Oh my gosh. So I got, you know, really this awesome foundation and started Megan Hole Method, which is like my, my coaching program, where now, you know, I have opportunities for people to work one-on-one -on -one with me. I've done like, you know, corporate development, executive development coaching, where someone can come to me and be like, hey, I'm really stuck thinking about what's next in terms of job pivot. I haven't touched my resume ever or in a oh long time, gosh, yeah. you know, what's LinkedIn? Should I have a LinkedIn profile and should I keep it up to date? Yes. Um, I don't You should. Oh. How, I know, right? Oh, no. <laughs> how, we, we got some more to do, girl. I, I got know. you. Um, no, like, how do you talk about yourself in an interview? I mean, that's like the, the first, like, foremost thing that everyone struggles with at all levels. Like, the biggest CEOs in the world no one knows that come to me. Up. No, no one knows how to talk about themselves in a meaningful way. Because I think at a lot of levels, you're also not really asked about yourself, right? You, yeah. Unless yeah. you come on a podcast. Right. And so when someone flips that script and they're like, what do you do? And everyone's like. I, I actually have no idea. 
<laughs> I show up every day. No, but yeah. it, it's getting clear, you know, helping people get clear on what they want to do next. If you're in this mindset moment of like, my job sucks, like, wh- what do I do? Yeah. Uh, it, instead of like trying to get out there and search a job from a place of frustration or emotion, um, you know, if you're having a bad day, that's not a day to like start to throw your resume around. You know, you got to get clear. Yeah. You have to get all your assets in order. And then you got to go out there and say, this is why you should hire me. This is the value I'm going to add. You know, this is the impact I can make on your team. And that's how you make an impression. It's a, it's a special formula. But I'm telling you, the first couple of sessions with me are the hardest because I really prompt you to sit down and be like, what do you want to do? What are you known for? What value do you bring? And I just feel like, yeah, we're not trained to talk about ourselves ever. Yeah. Nobody is like, you know, and especially for women, right? That is being seen and, and it feels icky. Like almost yeah. like someone asked bragging. me what I did yes, yeah. like for a job yesterday, and I was like, oh, I a couple like fitness things. Right, we shy away. <laughs> we sh- we shrink ourselves. Like I own my own business with my sister. You guys are like powerhouses. So it is crazy. Like we're like t- shrinking, you know, the self of a conversation to like make somebody either feel more comfortable or us not to like be as like fantastic as we are. Like no, shout that thing from the damn rooftops. Hundred percent. This is what I do. So you know? if you were to give like a college student who maybe they went through a whole major and they're like, okay, like I have an idea of what I want to do. What would be your like top three pieces of advice for them to like shift into a business mindset of like where they want to go? Yeah. I think it's sitting down and, you know, doing this almost like clarity, like self-assessment of outlining your skills and strengths. Like, yeah. what are you really good at? It doesn't have to be just college. Anyone. Anybody. Yeah, anyone. But sitting down and saying, here are the things I know I'm really good at. These are the skills I have, like, unequivocal. You know, there's definitely computer skills and things that, you know, like, yeah. we, we really own. And, like, what are your values? What type of company do you want to work for? It's almost like visualizing and writing this, like, perfect day on the job or, perfect like, schedule. environment. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's so many vehicles out there with LinkedIn, with Monster Indeed of like checking out job titles and seeing kind of what speaks to you. I I think companies have gotten a little more creative than before of like calling things fancy titles where you're like, what is that job? But then to the core of it, you're like, oh, that's an operations manager. But it's like customer service experience coordinator. You're like, I don't even know. (laughs) So I think it's literally making a list of like, okay, here's what I want to do. And then on the flip side, here's what I know the big hell no, like don't sign me up for this. Yes. Like, like for me, that don't would be sign finance. Me up for Sundays. <laughs> oh, <I was laughs> right. like, if I have to work on a Sunday, I'm not right. in. Or yeah. schedules or anything. Yeah. Right. So then you know like maybe then retail's not for me or the like sometimes service is not. Or you go into an interview and say like here are my you know accommodations, like this is what I can do. I think being transparent in every step of the process with yourself, yeah. with what you want, um, and just sticking really true unless it is a company or a brand that you've been dying to work with. Yeah. And they're like, Carly, you know what, right now we see so much potential. Here's the opening that we have. What do you think? But there has to be some type of like a long-term sort of succession that you have to believe is there because there's a lot of brand then companies that will just pigeonhole people because like, ooh, here's a talent and they box you in. And they sell you all these wonderful things and you get in there and day four, you're like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because very quickly, yeah. I will tell you a brand or a company or a hiring manager or a founder CEO, 
anyone will show you their true colors pretty consistently in an interview process, right? So take stock on how the follow-up is with a certain person that you're interviewing with or a company you're interviewing with. How are you feeling when you go into the office? Asking like really good culture questions of like, how would someone describe working here? What do you love? What do you love about working here? Like flip it to the interviewer. Oh, yeah. If they can't, if they're like turning red and they're like, uh, uh, we have a Keurig or something. (laughs) You're like, like, you don't even have an espresso? Yeah. (laughs) Gross. No, no, no. I love you, Keurig. No one come after me from Keurig. (laughs) Don't worry. I don't think anyone's. (laughs) It's fine. I go after. After brands all the time. No, no, Ask Curly. No, he no, literally no. had to cut half of my solo episode. No, no, no. But it, you just feel like, okay, like a, a coffee benefit or like that. That's like meaningful. You know, like what, what gets people excited to come? And I think yeah. like leadership, people work for people. Yes. Hands down. 100%. So um, there's so many things you can do, but I feel like it's the clarity of what you want, what you don't want. Like your values. What are your core values? Make sure that brand aligns or that company aligns with them. And um, go in, rock it. Don't be nervous. Prepare. Sell yourself. Exactly. But it's really hard. It is hard. That's why I'm in business. I honestly, (laughs) that like help in that little chat right now, I'm like, listen, I'm like, what am I good at? Like, what can I provide? Good energy? I know. I'll list them. No, I think, <laughs> no but I you think that's like, yeah. I think good energy. I, I can talk to people. I'm like, here I am trying to think. I'm like, what what can I do? But that's, it's a good exercise for anyone to go through. Even when like you're asking for a raise. Hey, I've provided this X, Y, and Z oh, yeah. to the company for the last six months to a year. Yeah. I think I deserve this because I'm doing this, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. You have to have the backup statements where I say, like, get all the facts together. And something really good, especially anyone new in your career listening in, and I give this to, um, you know, all my coaching clients is start to create a little work performance journal. So every month you know, think of three, you know, here's these three prompts. So if you're driving, please don't start taking notes. But if you're yeah. listening in, you know, what went well, you know, what are my top three achievements this month? What could I have done better? Um, you know, really almost just like take that stock wherein when you go to your end of year review or you're in a moment where you're like, hey, everyone around me is being promoted. Like what's going on? I need to have a conversation with my boss. Going in with facts, Factual, non-emotional. This is what I've done. You know, I really feel like I I need to align. I mean, there's a lot out there now with like pay transparency and like, especially in New York, seeing what jobs are paying. Like you could be like, hey, wait a second. Um, You know, so aligning yourself there. I mean, there's so many things that you can negotiate. I love negotiating. It's like my favorite thing. Oh my God. But we forget throughout the year or yesterday what we did yeah and it's so hard you can't go into anything in a conversation like that asking for more if you can't articulate all of those facts and the why so like a performance journal is really great even if it's something just notes on your phone or a google doc or drive and it helps you at the end of the year for your reviews as well yeah so just a little thing, especially corporate. I mean, I think most companies like have a review process. Yeah, they do. Across the board. So, but that's yeah. so interesting to yeah. like, just keep track. I mean, mm-hmm. I, we forget, we forget. You can also do that. I mean, 
if you're picking up slack for other people. Yeah. You know, like, so-and-so without- was on maternity leave or like so-and-so yeah. was on a- this or someone left and I am. I'm doing X, Y, and Z now. Yeah. 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 That's wow. That's a really good idea. It's a good idea. It's a good idea because you again, you want to own like all that information because it helps in an interview process too. Like think about a career library you're going to create for yourself. Oh you my know? gosh, my career library is deep. That <laughs> <laughs> I've had like seventy four jobs and I'm only twenty nine. Um, I've really tried it all out. I just you know, and that's if I'm amazing. like not happy there, I don't settle. I'm like, all right. On to the next. No, you shouldn't. And I think those are the years. And, and it's so it's so old school mindset thinking. That you and have I, to stay. Yes. In certain industries, fine. I, I mean, finance, I, I think my husband will, you know, at, uh, stay in Washington. He'll pass away in that building probably somehow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and yeah. I just feel like they, you know, it's jobs that, um, you know, there's, there's a lot that they retain you for. But otherwise, like, try all the things like get new challenges. Yeah. I mean, I love fitness growing up, but I remember shout out to like goals, Gym, Hyannis. Oh my gosh. Hyannis. Yeah. Inside the Radisson oh back gosh. in the day. I tried to teach a step aerobics class. Good. No, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't. It. I remember taking the step home and I, you know, and like practicing in like my small bedroom, like kicking stuff. I'm like, Oh my God. But remember step aerobics. Yes. Like, it's still at lifetime. Yeah. It will never go away. It's not I going think anywhere. Yeah, yeah. That's like one thing yeah. that like, since it's been brought into the fitness industry, you can, it's dwindled down with like the population size of it, but it is not like people love no. it. The people that love it. No. Fucking love oh, it. Oh yeah. It's like a thought, fo- like a, that cult following now. Yes. Right. Yeah. So you find, you try things and you're like, okay, that's not for me. But like, how do you know if you don't try? hundred percent. Right. And then why stay in it if you're not happy? Right. Cause life's too short. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I found with like a lot of things that I've done over the years. I'm just like, mm, this isn't for me, but learn another skill from it. Like, yes. <laughs> and that's, you can go in and I think every job equips you with something that you can present then in your next conversation or opportunity to be like, well, actually this, you know, I, I transitioned out of this job or this, you know, situation, but this is what I picked up on. Yeah. And this is something new that I learned that I know I can come and add value. So I know it's so hard because we also beat ourselves up on like, oh, I, you know, and companies do this too. Like, oh, you were only in that job for like two years or a year. You're like, or wh- what was this? <laughs> what was the story here? Like everyone yeah. thinks there's like a story and it's like, to counter that in an interview process, you know, you can share the reality of like, I didn't feel like this job was in alignment for me. However, the positive spin on it, I worked, you know, in a bigger team that I had exposure to now or something. There's always like a positive spin on it. But yeah. if you don't take that, a lot of times companies will just very quickly call out all the negatives that they want to see in your background. And you're like, but actually, yeah, like you got to take the narrative back. Love that. Oh yes. my gosh. You are just dropping knowledge bombs all over the place right now. Yeah. So I want to transition over yeah. to like entrepreneurship Yeah. because selfishly, um, yeah. no, because you, you did so many, um, you made so many amazing points of people who are in jobs who want to either transition to a new job or want to like get a raise or resign or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now for entrepreneurs, if say someone has that bigger than life dream Uh that you and I both Uh have like always Uh had. What are your top three pieces of advice for someone who wants to start their own business? Well, first and foremost, just start, just start. 
just start. Take messy, messy AF action. Yeah. And put up, you know, first of all, I, I think bottom line is then you flip that because probably like you and Maddie, like you guys are a personal brand. Yes. Like, by, like you are a brand. Yes. Right. So whatever that business looks like for you, what is it? Who are you serving? Who is the audience? Who's the community? You know you're not for everybody, so don't try to be for everybody because 100%. you're going to go out of business in 48 hours. Yeah. Um, what are your missions? What are your, So kind of the same things as we look at our self-personal career values, then we flip that as like a personal brand. And it's like, what do you, you know, who are you serving? What's the value? And sitting down and kind of like creating this little roadmap of like, uh, yeah, again, it's this messy work of like, what is my bio? Because I think if, especially yeah. if you're an entrepreneur, like why work with me? Why me? You what know? sets me apart from everyone yes. else? And thinking about these like brand pillars, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of rebranding and I always come back to credibility. I mean, that's something that holds super strong. 100%. Um, community. I mean, I love, I'm a master networker community. You know, people are like, how do you know so many people? I'm like, because I'm curious. 100%. Yeah. And I love like supporting everyone as best I can. Um, and so community connection. So that's kind of where the networking comes in. And and um, credibility. So like, yeah, who are you? Like, what are those brand pillars? And if it's not like your brand, maybe it's more product-based, same thing. Yeah. Like who you're ser serving. When someone says your name, what do you want them to think? Or someone says your brand, what do you want them to think? So it's all these like pillars. So I feel like it's mapping it out. Because if you don't know who you serve and how to serve them, and talking about ser and why you should serve them. Yeah. Like people buy on vibes, right? Like as, as the saying goes. Yeah. So you've got to roadmap it and just get like a, whether it's a simple website, um, put something up there. You don't need like all these beautiful branding colors right away. No. Um, maybe if you are creative or you know a creative in your life, get a cool logo, get an LLC. 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 Lock that in. Yeah. That's what Maddie and I did first. Yeah, lock that in because um, you want to own like your name, the rights, like whatever, you know, if there was something even you trademark. So just lock lock yourself in with all the assets that you're going to need to launch this business and then just start. Just but start. That's that's kind of the roadmap. Oh my but gosh. We get so caught up in the, oh, it has to look perfect. I mean, everything's not be perfect. I'm like, perfection is boring and it doesn't exist. Yep. And um, then you'll be waiting forever. You'll be like those, oh those skeleton memes like on yeah. Instagram like 17 years <laughs> later no I honestly yeah COVID was the biggest curse but also blessing for us because March 16th the day before the sh world shut down I turned to Maddie I was like all right everything's off tomorrow do we do Instagram live and just on built by Byron and try it and she yeah. was like yeah we had 600 oh, yeah. people oh, yeah. tune in to oh, our yeah. Instagram live. No, I was like ferociously texting fitness instructors. I knew I'm like, can you let me in the back door to the studio? The Pilates studio. Yes. Like, no, Megan, like you. And so, uh, yeah. But there was such a service and a need and you guys stepped up and capitalized it. The you know? first, and so, we would have probably yeah. never yeah. like fully launched into it if that hadn't have happened, yeah. which is so crazy to think about now owning our own space and being like, oh years later like that's so crazy to think about right and then those moments where and not to keep going back in pandemic because same like me you see this bigger purpose to serve yeah um timing is never going to be great to no. like launch that but you got to take action yes and i think that's where a lot of people get stuck in like oh it's not the right time 
100%. This happened or this happened. Well, I'll just wait until December. I'm like, okay, then someone's going to come in and maybe do the same thing as you, which it's fine to be competition, but like, like be, be ahead of the game, you know, just, yeah. just start, just start, put yourself out there. Even if it's just signing up for an LLC and like have that as your accountability. Absolutely. You know? I so, feel like that's yeah. such a good point because everyone says that about like having a baby or even like buying a house now. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, please. it's not the right time, but you know what? Know. Is there ever going to be a great time to buy a house? No. You've, Cause every single time you're in it, like my boyfriend bought his house in COVID and everyone's like, that's not a great time to buy a house. But now looking back, oh it was God, a great time amazing. to buy a house. You know what I mean? The interest rates were low. So it's like, but in that moment, no one thought it was the right time to buy. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, you're going to buy right now. Like it was, it was crazy. I know. But now, yeah. now look at it. it. Now is not the right time to buy a house, but there are people who are buying. Right. Because they need a house. Yes. So if you want the business, buy the house. Start and stop <laughs> listening to the opinions of others. I think that's where we get oh, stuck in. Yeah. It's like, you know, Aunt Sally at Thanksgiving is like, Carly, you really shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. You're like, thanks, Aunt Sally. Like, I'll just Screw. do what I want. But it's also, though, these like family opinions of like, well, you should be doing this. And I think even that goes back to early on college, your life where you can't live in the show Dakota what is like, what do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, get just get out there unapologetically. I'm like an unapologetically fire tornado Virgo, like get in my Virgo, way. I dare it. you. Yeah. So <laughs> like, your birthday's coming up September 4th. Let's go. Just me and Beyonce. I love it. Oh my gosh. September 4th, Labor Day. Yeah. I hit her up in the DMs. I'm like, happy birthday, bae. Me too. Oh my <laughs> she God. She hasn't responded yet. Oh, so one annoying. day she will. <laughs> one day she'll be like, oh my gosh, I was in Boston and bought a luxury bag. <laughs> from you. <laughs> you oh my God. I mean? They have so much security. Well, it's like when you're at that level, you send like other people to, to do buy those things. I imagine. <laughs> I'd still want to see it myself. I know. I, I, it's no the experience. What. Yeah. But what's so cool is like some of these brands now are creating um, like sal special salons and things. They usher you through back doors and all of it. Wow. You know? Oh yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Well, one day I'll get to that level. I'll, just call me. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll usher you in the back door of Copley. <laughs> I won't be able to like afford anything, but I'll come. <laughs> this is our VIP. No. I, love it. I just walk in in gym clothes and I'm like, hey. I, that's how I walk around everywhere. And it's like that. Honestly, the, the wealthiest people are the most unassuming, right? True. Look at Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, 100%. Like yeah. he's got the same four t-shirts. Lives way below his means. Yeah. Right. Right? But <laughs> also just, yeah. like a multi-million dollar mansion in Kauai. So hit yeah. me up because I love Hawaii and uh, oh let's, let's Airbnb <laughs> that, Mark. I love that. <laughs> Get me on the list. <laughs> so I want to talk about yeah. you and your business. So I yeah. like tell people where they can work with you one-on-one. -on -one. Um, don't worry. We won't shout out like your recruiting thing because I know that you you probably get a bajillion. Oh no, but recruiting funnels in. So yeah, so one-on-one, -on -one, there's a lot of different ways. So as you were saying, being this like one-stop shop for all things career, personal development. So recruiting, I mean, if you are listening in and you have a brand, you have a business, you want to hire, you need hiring strategies for your team, you need to revamp your team, message me. Um, MeganHool.com is the best way to kind of get all and that's of the things. H-O-U-L-E. H-O-U-L-E.com. And, you know, I'm also on Instagram all at all things Meg Hool, And a lot of people DM me all the time. So fantastic. Love recruiting, love helping on the okay. talent side. On the coaching side, 
don't feel like you can't reach out. I mean, I love building new relationships. You know, we can always set up a consultation call. Yeah. Because a lot of times I flip that and sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I have a job for you. But then also, oh, okay, good. Yeah. Then also maybe here are some of my programs. Um, you know, if you want to do a session working on your resume, working on your LinkedIn or a whole program with me, which is about you know, seven sessions of like walking you through this journey, helping you with interview strategy. I mean, that's a huge part of the other side of what I do that works in synergy. Okay. Love the that. whole business. Love so, that so much. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you got like just people being like, I want to sell luxury bags. Could, do you have a job for me? Like all the time. So yeah, I mean in sales and in the floor, absolutely. If anyone's interested in getting into like luxury retail fashion, like where I feel like everyone's always hiring at that level. So, oh, great. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Message okay. I love that. Yes. Message her. <laughs> but most importantly, she has a podcast. Yes. Plug it. Let oh, everyone yeah. know the big news. Oh, yeah. So I know by the time this drops, the Verifying fan page will be open. But no. Yeah. Um, so the podcast is called Pivot with Purpose. Again, another opportunity in, in a, through the pandemic to say we got voices to share out there. Yeah. Um, so I literally went after this production company. I'm like, mm, could you like take me on? I have this like idea. They're like, sure. So um, it's four seasons in 10 episodes. We talked to entrepreneurs, um, you know, but, but yeah, business owners, authors, um, retail people, just kind of cool people at all levels that are sharing their stories of pivoting through careers, challenges, building businesses, all of it. And with that, a year in the making, um, which I just talked about this today on Instagram, but this time last year, I was actually in New York City in Times Square. And I pointed up to the marquees in Times Square. I'm like, that's going to be me. Yeah, it's gonna be me. So we're not necessarily in New York City yet. But on September 23rd, we actually are doing our first ever Pivot with Purpose live at Big Night Live in Boston. I love it. So we have the full stage 150 people. Oh, um, a panel of the most incredible speakers from Miami, New York, local Boston people, which I won't I won't drop yet. So you'll have to like go to the web page and Megan community and like see who's on there. But it is the value that these coaches, like some of them don't even take one-on-one clients anymore. So to sit down and, and to get like the, the business ideas, if you feel like you're stuck in your job, if you want to start a business, if you are a mom that just had a baby and you don't know how to get back in the workforce, so you want to get back in the workforce of having kids. Like if you ha- work full time and you have a side hustle, you want to bring this life. Like, this is literally going to be conversations of unlocking the secrets to success for whatever that means for you. I love that. But for some, I hope everyone leaves feeling like, holy cow, I learned so much. Yeah. And, you know, it's not so bring a notebook. super high level conversations. We have 25 VIP tickets that I have this amazing like business bundle bag that I'm putting together for people where you're going to walk away with so much. So it's from 1030 to like 130, 145-ish, whenever okay. Big Night kicks us out of Perfect. the Studio B. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> For we'll, Soldier Boy. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll do after, um, you know, networking, there's going to be a book signing as we have a couple of authors coming. Oh, so my gosh. So it's really um, highly curated and something that has just been in my soul. Again, bringing that fire to life. And I love it. No one's doing it for you. I'm no. like, yeah, this is on my vision board. And now I get to stand under the marquee almost a year later from being in Times Square to Boston 
and be like, look, mom, I made it. Right. I love it. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, chills. Yeah. So, Absolute it's, chills. It's really good. Anything is possible for anyone listening. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And if you have an idea or you want to make a move, just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. In and the eat. words of Nike, just do it. Just do it. I love it. And yeah. finally, your Instagram, where can they follow? Yeah. So Insta is at all things Meg Hool. So it's a little bit of everything. We'll post it all over Eat the Damn Cake, obviously, so you can easily follow and jump on in to all things Meg Hool. Yes. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on today. I feel like you need to come back on and we need to dive even deeper because today was abbreviated. Well, since I'm the third Byron sister. The the secrets of the third Byron sister. (laughs) Our new Lifetime movie channel coming out. (laughs) But seriously, you are welcome back whenever. Thank you so much. And eat the damn cake. Go rate, review, subscribe, and get on in there. Have a great rest of your day, everyone.